and a mouse keep running, running and 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 running, running Star crew, it's those weird science guys back for another taste of Marvel Heroes. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And I'm Brandon Murray. And this is episode number 16 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. Holy moly, 16, Eric. How, how yeah. dare you? Hello. We can drive, fellas. Yes, we can. I couldn't. I was not allowed to drive until 18, so take that, Brandon. And you should have followed the suit up there in Buffalo as well. Did you start drinking or driving first? Which was first? Uh... Uh, well, they probably happen about simultaneously. Yeah, they probably did. At the same yeah. time, at the test, is what yeah. they did. They and I started drinking well before I ever yeah. drove. Well, at, yeah. at Buffalo, they hand you a couple shots, and then you do the test. Yeah, that's you have you to take it. the road test uh, at a point oh four. Well, that's the thing. They figure that's what you're going to be doing the rest of the time yeah. anyway, so there you go. Let's see what normal looks yeah, like. Yeah, let's see what this is. Hello and welcome to Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, the number three Marvel podcast in Russia right now, Ooh. but the number one in Senegal, Bhutan, and Nicaragua. I, I that's all that counts, really. Though. It is. So there. So to all our international listeners, I say Salutan Mondo. Which is Hello World in Esperanto, which I talked to Eric about. Uh, Esperanto. This <laughs> Esperanto, Isn't indeed. that just north of me, Esperanto? That, that, no, no, that, that's Canada. And speaking of Canada, we have a couple reviews, one from Canada. Uh, and the first one is question mark 13. That's how, oh. how he rolls. Question mark 13 says, has the review on the Canadian iTunes Better than Marvel Madness is how he terms it. His shade being thrown there in Canada. These guys know comics, are entertaining, and are entertaining to listen to. I'm glad they decided to start a Marvel podcast for Fresh Start because they're a bunch of solid DC comic podcasts already, including their own, but barely anything Marvel related. See, he knows the plan now. Marvel Madness is the only other Marvel podcast I know of, and the last time they uploaded was two months ago for the launch of Fresh Start. <laughs> I've been enjoying Fresh Start so far and look forward to hearing their opinions now i just hope marvel can maintain some solid books so these guys will oh, keep so recording <laughs> he's right he knows right <laughs> away they don't do good books they are bailing they're out but that may not be the case i don't like uh, these books Let's get out the of here next the next review is from down under australia and oh. it's from b swag who is actually our man gringo star and i thank nice. him personally for this uh he says these guys do a great job and put a lot of effort in producing hours of entertainment every week and this new Marvel podcast is no different. Even when I disagree with what they say, they present it in an endlessly entertaining way. Really looking forward to this when it comes out every week. Genuinely good guys whose passion is contagious, says Gringo Star. He says we're good guys. He might be mistaken there. Uh, but again, we are the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. You can find us all over the intronets where you get your podcasts, like an iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Play, well, wherever. And you can leave reviews like this. I was scouring the world 
for reviews, and I got a couple <laughs> there. So, But, yeah, we have uh, two books this week. We mentioned it last week that uh, the first one is one of the bigger books to come out. I, I mean, in all of comics for a while. People have been Love waiting that. for the Fantastic Four book to come out. And, My favorite you know, team. It is yeah, the world's greatest comic magazine. It sure is. is. And with that, we had a lot of news throughout these years that it's been gone about the reason why – they weren't putting it out. And and basically it came down to what most people said. They didn't have the property for the movies, so they were not going to push it in the comics, hoping that, you know, the movies would fail and then they'd eventually be able to get the, you know, the licensing back and things like that. But here we are. Fresh do any start. of you like the movies? No. Uh, no, I, I do not. My not kids the ones love they've them. done. Yeah, my kids no, love every one of them. But yeah, so. it, it seems like you talk to people sometimes. Those first two movies seems like there are fans of them, like because My especially the Silver Surfer, yeah. Rise of Silver Surfer one. I am not a fan. I'm not a huge guy for the Silver Surfer, so that really didn't put me over the edge to like that. And this new one, I'm like, all right, gonna get a finally gonna get a Fantastic Four movie, and I'm like, well, I like the first half. That second half just killed it for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, my kids like yeah. that second half as well. Uh, but yeah, the thing is though, you were you were having a tug of war. You were having, you know, it, the movies weren't good, but they weren't giving up the goods either. So it was kind of a, a fight. I always liked, yeah, I always, I, I never even really bought their comics either, to be honest with you. Like, it, like it wasn't something I was clamoring for, but I, I was, you know, excited enough when I heard it was coming back. You yeah, know? Fantastic Eric, Four is one of the teams yeah. that's my favorite team of all time in comics. I used to love getting them, especially. Like, you know, even not on this Fantastic Four, but the Thing comics back in the 80s as well, I loved those. And i just been like, I, I've been away from Marvel for so long, and now that the Fantastic Four has come back, and I read this issue, I'm just so happy. Like, for some reason, this was the hope that DC Comics needs right now. They need a Fantastic wow. Four to come over there and be this book. Says you, Brandon ain't gonna, he ain't gonna be over there agreeing with you soon, but still, the, <laughs> the Fantastic Four went away. You, Eric was reading FF, uh, back in the day, and then you, you continued on, and the Marvel 2-in-1 comic that we've had recently, that was the, you know, precursor to bringing the Fantastic yeah. Four back. I've actually, I've enjoyed that. I've just fell yes, behind I, on it. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it as well. I fell a little behind as well. Now I'm going to tell Eric that if he did like this issue, and we'll see how much each of us did like it. Um, I think you should go read the Marvel 2-in-1. I've told you about it. Oh, you've been telling me all this. All, every time you read it, you got to read this. To me, this first issue, especially if we're to believe the final backup of this Fantastic Four number one, this issue to me is more of a continuation of the two-in-one than an actual yeah. Fantastic Four number one. that's the whole thing one. with uh, the thing and Doctor Doom, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and also Johnny and all those, it's all involved in that, and they've been trying to find, you know, Reed and Sue, and with this, it kind of does seem like they're eventually going to come together, but we'll go with the stats here. Fanta uh, Fantastic Four, I, I the say. Fantastic Four! Fantastic Four, four <laughs> number one, eh? They're all Italian, though. Written by a Dan Slot. Uh, the thing is, I didn't realize, you know, this Fantastic Four, Jim. Fantastic Four was <laughs> the book that pretty much convinced us fully. This was the final nail in the coffin of what this podcast is. Because when we heard there's the Fantastic Four was coming up, there's going to be because I'm tired <laughs> as heck. Uh, but it was the one, well, Fantastic Four is coming back. Okay, let's let's do this podcast. And it's one of the books. Like I said, I really wanted to read a new Captain America, yeah. eh, Monkey Paul. 
Uh, also, Fantastic Four, and me getting into Spider-Man as well. Me personally, but the Fantastic Four book coming back was, and with that, I didn't realize who was read, uh, writing it. I, I kept hearing things. I never looked into it. I didn't realize it was Dan Slott until this week, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, because I like Dan Slott. It's written by Dan Slott. Oh. Art by Sarah Pacelli, si- Simone Bianchi. And Scotty Young. The Fantastic Four are back almost. This issue is a good continuation of the Marvel 2-in-1 book, but if you came here to see the whole team, you may be a little disappointed. We get two backups as well, one promising Classic Doom and the other one promising we won't have to wait too long for the rest of the team. And yeah, there's a a bunch of call-outs in this. Uh, There's a bunch of cool ways. I really like the idea that when you start, you have Wyatt and Johnny. They're at the Mets game. They're actually singing the Mets theme. That's one of my favorites that they used to play on WOR uh, for the Mets games. And they're playing that. And then it's funny because you get that flair in the sky that Johnny Wyatt sees at first. And he's like, oh, you know, Johnny, look. And he's like, oh, finally. And it is the callback to the first issue of the Fantastic Four. That's how they were all called, you know, to arms, that first issue, which made me laugh. The Fantastic um, Flair. Yeah, yeah, the Fantastic Flair. And we saw, you know, things like that in the Legacy issue and stuff like that. Uh, but he goes off and he's all excited. And you continue this idea throughout this of and the I, fact that I, I, I Johnny's like to... not going to give up. You know what, Senator? I said, I like the duality, too, because the Fantastic Flair goes off. Johnny, he leaves the game. He's all about Wyatt Wingfoot. He's all like, go for it, Johnny. Yeah. Flame on. Go for it. Ben Grimm, he sees it, too. With the, he's out with Alicia going to the market. Yeah. Yeah, baby, I'm not going to do anything yeah, with it's that. Like, I know it's not and, real. And this is the thing. That's it continues how 2 that Marvel. Too, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it follows the Marvel 2-on-1 where – Ben is convinced that there's no they're, – they're not yeah, there. They can't find him. He's dead. convinced they're done. Johnny, though, will not give up, and it goes back and forth with them. And in this, really brings out some emotional scenes, but I really like the idea. They see this. Ben's like, it ain't real. I know it isn't real. Don't even worry about it. Johnny, though, goes off, and it is. No, I, Johnny – with that, uh, I just want to see the thing with kitty cats more often. I yeah, just want yeah, that. He's there with the cats. Come right, here, the player ain't real. Let's get back to the cats thing. Yeah. John, yeah. Johnny's also the worst type of sports fan. He has his own customized jersey. Yeah, I hate Storm yeah, 4. Storm. <laughs> yeah, you would almost think that they gave that to him at some point. But, yeah, that's the worst. It's the worst. I hate that so yeah. much. Uh, but, yeah, he goes off and he goes. And it's it's some of the Nancy Street punks up there. Oh, on the Nancy Street gang punks. On the, yeah, they went in. And what you see is they broke in and grabbed that flare. And they shot it off. And there's this little bit behind the scenes here as you continue of these kids getting arrested. Are they going to be tried or whatever? And then you switch. It's like a switch in duality of it. Johnny's all excited. He's very optimistic, but he's so angry because he needs the Fantastic Four. He needs them back. He needs Sue and, and Reed. Yeah. And it's almost so like he, he has went, no purpose. Yeah, without yeah. It. And he wants these kids to be fully prosecuted as adults. <laughs> he's not very nice. The other thing is, though, Ben has let it go. Ben has realized in his mind he's hired She-Hulk as their attorney. He's dropping all charges. He wants them to be He's got his hoodie up. He's no comment in the press. Yeah, yeah. He's but he's moving on because he wants to get married. He wants to finally. This is him basically saying they're not coming back. I got to move on, and that's what Reed would want, and things like that. And uh, the thing that really felt like it led towards that whole proposal, which I love, by the way, was the whole story that like the hidden tales of the Fantastic Four. He was telling Checky in his apartment. But it felt like a weird thing. Like it felt like a weird interruption to our story to have this whole idea. Yeah, I didn't it's almost, like it either. Yeah, it's almost like the the DC Rebirth special, like you know, uh, DC Universe special number one. 
Um, am I saying that right? Rebirth? Yes. But anyway, Rebirth was the whole idea. One, but yep. while the whole idea, though, is so not even that. It's just that Wally West had Linda Park, and she was always the lightning rod. It's almost this whole thing where, you know, finding your way home and the whole idea, you know, Alicia's his light in the dark to always find his way home. You know, this like this the background of this whole story. It just went on way too long, and it was out of nowhere to get to the idea. Man, I do love the Puppet Master's daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even that, I think that it has something to do with uh, how Johnny got them back as well by singing. And, it, you know, I think that that's going to come into play a little or else I don't have any idea why they'd even include that where they have that whole thing where if you're from a planet, you have the a same frequency. frequency. They're yeah. going to use yeah. that to go and all that. Uh, with that, though, you have Ben, you know, propose. He, he wants to get married. He wants to move on and basically – sees all of this and he sees all of this as a sign you know even this you know the the yancey street punks up there doing that where he's like you know what this is the sign i I gotta move on we all have to move on so he proposes to alicia and she says yes and it's a it's a very nice i love it too i'm telling you it's just just the greatest thing where he knocks on the door he's already done a one yes can i help you Who's here? I don't. Yeah. I'm blind. Who, Who is, here? is this? I smell <laughs> oh, flowers. Three o'clock. It is, no, no. It's a cool it, splash page. Your other three too. o'clock. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it too. He's like, here, here's your ring. There's no ring. He's like, but there is. And he has that. Well, while this is going on, he calls Johnny, and now Johnny's it's still just a, another wedding in the works that may probably not work out. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, well, me so much. Well, again, cubit zirconian. What's going to happen is that you're going to get, you know, the Fantastic Four back and Ben's going to be like, no, no, I've moved on. I'm going to get married is what it seems to be the setup. Johnny's never going to give up. And that's when when Ben calls him like, hey, you got to get here. Uh, I have something important. Of course, Johnny's like, oh, my God, it's it's them again. They're back. And he gets all excited and goes over. And then Ben says, you know what? I, I want I'm going to get married. You know what, buddy? Me and you are, you know, we're brothers. We're, we're family. I want you to be the best man. And, and Johnny gets pissed. He's like, yeah, I, and th- that, there's this no is way. The scene. That makes me love this Fantastic Four yeah. because I'm like so angry yeah. at Johnny Storm, yeah, so but angry. I also completely understand because the, and, and I'm, I agree with him. Like, there is nobody in this world that should be Ben Grimm's best no. man, but Reed Richards. But Reed. And I, this this great argument here. I'm like, you know what, book? You made me feel feelings. Yeah. I well, again, you. this continues that Marvel two on one. Ben thinks that they're dead. They're never yeah. coming back. They search the multiverse. He, he, he almost like them. played along with them. He knew they were yeah. he, they weren't going to find anything, but, but he entertained but he this kept, trip yeah, with he Johnny. Kept it going, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so with that. You have Ben pissed, but Johnny's even more pissed. But Ben's like, you, you just ruined the moment, buddy. And just, Johnny freaks out. my entire goddamn night. Yeah, and that's when Johnny freaks out and just flies up and just says, Reed, I know you're, you're too smart to be done. You're too smart to be gone. You have to see me. You have to hear me. Please show us a sign. And then he kind of breaks down and like, okay, you know what? Maybe that's not the case. And he ends up yeah, going and, like, and he says they're really gone. And Ben says, I'm sorry. And I did that. not even being a Fantastic Four fanboy or anything. I got a little emotional. I'll have to admit it, especially from the This issue's one. for the field. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because then, then out of nowhere, you do see Reed and Sue. And you don't see where they are, what's going on. But he does seem to be working. Sad. And I have, see I have them, no though. idea – where we left Sewer Reed and yeah. anywhere in the books. I just know they've been Nobody gone knows. for a long time. No, yeah. it, it's and, weird. 
Richard, you saw you saw the kids a little bit in the legacy issue, but yeah, they're not that's here what I'm in saying. this book. You do not see the kids here, which worries me. But you did see them in the legacy well, issue. It looks like they're they're like I don't know if he's hooking up some kind of celestial armor. If yeah, that's some like kind of a ship going on, there. There. I don't know what he's doing there. And he, uh, he's on using it planet. obviously to make a projector because he hits it, and then they do get the sign, and it's like holy crap! Oh, you know, it's so cool. It's a huge four. And, uh, outside the planet and just again. even when, when it goes through all the characters, you got Medusa and Crystal looking up, you got the people of New York, and even just like, just for some reason, Luke Cage is looking up at this guy and says, Sweet Christmas. It made me so happy because yeah. you're just waiting, like, you know, when Wyatt's there and she hope, but then you're just waiting for the sky when you have that giant four that's just over Earth itself. I'm like, yep. that is so cool. Yeah, yeah. and you have yep. these guys who are like kind of fill ins for the team and stuff like that, yeah. like they said earlier in that yeah. broadcast where they went to interview him, and yeah, you see that possibly Wyatt and Jennifer uh, getting back, getting back together. together. <laughs> they look like they're hanging out a little too much now. <laughs> so yeah, they look like they're getting Why, back together. Guy. And, and, yeah, he is. And, and wonder, the best I wonder part if he knows it, Thor's tongue's been down her throat. Yeah, well, so here's saying, the thing: not to compete with Thor. The best thing though is we actually wanted more Jennifer in the Avengers book. We're getting it a little here. I don't know how much that would continue, but I did like seeing her as yeah. just Jennifer. Uh was pretty cool as the lawyer of those kids from Yancey Street. But yeah, that, that last page uh is is awesome. And again, it's a huge four too. It's like here you go, we're yeah. gonna go. Bigger and, than the planet. And that's yeah, the thing, is yeah. you thought the Fantastic Four was something? Nah, this ain't yeah, nothing. This is, this is really a, a the sign. size of the moon. Yeah, this is really a sign. Now you go to the next deal to Latveria and you're gonna That's get how a, important it is. you're gonna get a Doom deal uh where it looks like classic Doom was gonna, you know, bring his country out what of What has been going on with Doctor Doom? Yeah, he, he comes out shirtless there. looking like he's a sorcerer supreme or something. Like yeah. Listen, I have that, no that's idea. A, that's a big gap in my Marvel reading currently because Bendis was writing it and I refused right. to read yeah. it. Um I, I know he what he tried to go good for a yeah, while. He even mentions that here. He even says, like, listen, I was bad, I tried to be good, but right Right here, yeah. I think that, and He's he has a book coming up. Change a heart again. Yeah, he has That's a book coming like. up, so I don't know how it's going to go, but I think that basically because he was in infa- this. infamous Iron Man for the yeah. one part. I know that. Yeah, and I forget yeah. what the uh, well, his new face book was is. all repaired after Secret Wars, and he he tried to be good, you know, and everything, and he must have got scarred again, and now yeah. maybe you got real ugly. Yeah, and, and with it, it shows that, you know, he, he's going to do anything for his country. He's coming out, and he's going to stop them. Like, he was just kind of hanging out. I even like this whole thing. It's like, I, I have been I have been a god, played at being a hero, and yeah. I was paid most handsomely for it. Here, I'll show you that what you, you know. And then you see the face of Doom. Thankfully, you don't see it straight on, because I don't need nightmares tonight. That's what I always <laughs> loved about, you know, Dr. Doom, the whole idea, like how scarred up his face used to be. I don't want to see this anymore because it even seems like the back of his head is more scarred up than the front. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of goes into yeah. tumors. He looks yeah. worse oh, now looks than awful. he did but in, in previous continuity, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it looks disgusting. So we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and again, it's it's not even that you know, there's not much to it. It's just throwing like, even you in when there. he puts on the Doom mask, you're supposed to have that great moment like, oh man, Doctor Doom is back. He's gonna be the savior of Latveria, he's gonna take his country back, all this stuff. No. When he puts the mask back on, and you can still see in the eye holes how gross it is oh, underneath yeah. those his face. I'm like I'm like, you know what? You need to cover up the everything. Just cover it all up, Doom. I don't need any of this. Put your cloak on. Get you know, get rid of the eye holes. You don't need yeah. to see. I, I just Good. think that when I see him, when he's there in the middle of the town there, and he's putting his hand up, it looks like he's recently shaved himself, and the stubble's coming back. I, I don't like that. It's, it's the worst. It, it's crazy. Look at him. Even his feet. Itchy. 
He's got hairier feet than me. What's he, Hobbit? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> you, you kind of get a, a cool deal. And then you do get a third or a second backup, a third story. That's kind of a, after even the next, where you do see the full family there as well. What, the Impossible uh, Man? Yeah, but even before that, you do see the next, and you see the kids with, with Reed and Sue doing something, but then you have Impossible Man, where it's just kind of a thing where Dan Slott is, is playing this, with us. This is a that, great little yeah. kind of backup kind of thing that you used to have in, like, the bullpen stuff. You know, like, just a real quick little page thing where Impossible Man, you mean to tell me I read Fantastic Four number one and the team's not even back there? It's just the Impossible Man's speaking for all the fans yeah, and like, yeah. don't worry they'll be back next and it's you. a weird it's oh, kind right, of a weird play. deal to it's have a scotty that. young it's scotty yeah, young yeah, good yeah. in small doses thing yeah yeah on. and one page and you got that even as he's like we'll be watching he turns into the watcher and then it just <laughs> but uh yeah so hopefully <laughs> that hopefully they're not lying and we'll get the full team uh next I guess it'd be in two weeks it's like they come out real quick uh when they first I'm have hoping, these number the ones is, you say that, I'm always afraid now that I like, really enjoy this book, this could be a monthly right off the bat. Yeah, no, yeah. all these big ones always come out like it, it really, uh, they, they hit it got hard two right in the away. barrel, and then yeah, yeah, it yeah. goes monthly. And then for we a go. Bit so, uh, with that, what would you give it, Brandon? See, I don't, I don't hate it as much as you, you anticipated I do. I would oh. give it a seven. Uh, th- there were a few slow points in it and kind of things that I already knew from uh, reading Marvel 2 and yeah. 1. And I'm not even fully caught up on that series. Like, I think I got three issues to catch up on. So, I, you know, it, it was really things from the beginning of that series even um, that, that they were retreading. But, you know, it, it played off well enough. And I enjoyed the the emotional moments and, and you know, a few gags that were throughout the uh, in, entire length of the exercise issue. Was it five ninety nine worthy? I don't know. Uh, I don't know yeah, if I that's felt like rough. I got six bucks yeah, for it. Yeah. But. I would give it a seven. I enjoyed the art. I enjoyed the story enough, and I want the team back. And I'm going to pick up next issue like a hard copy yeah. of it. I'm enjoying it, you know, that much so far. So, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, as I'm looking at this, I don't even see it on our list of what we had up until September. So maybe Eric's uh, his oh, nightmares will come true, but we'll right. see. But that, I'm just there's saying, the that's problem, my though. luck. They always kick me when I'm down. Now, some of these, though, we started writing up our list and we didn't keep up with like new solicits and things going. Right. So I'm going to have to really, uh, you know, narrow that down. But. I am not going to be as uh, negative as you think as well, Brandon, but I'm going an eight. I would have went higher. Well, because if, I'm telling you, if you read Marvel book. 2 and 1, it's three quarters of this is pretty much yeah, retread. I know. It really is. Yes, you I, didn't, it, though, and had a yeah, great time. Except for Ben getting married. <laughs> Most of this book was what yeah. we've been reading all along. Yeah, and that I made up talk. some of my score, too. I yeah. like the Ben getting married stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was I a, an emotional deal. And I really like it, though. I, I would guess that some people coming into this just wanted to see the full team. Like, you, you're yeah. on that tour, and all of a sudden, you would have had a portal open and read and sue, and the kids come out. Hey, right. what's going on? And there you go. Uh, I think this might end up being a way better way of doing it instead of just forcing that uh, so we can see how it goes. Uh, because, yeah, I, I liked it, and I had the feels. But, yeah, some of it it's felt a little like a, you know, kind of a bridge between that two and one to here, uh, which is fine. Uh, but, yeah, I like the art. I, the backup with Doom was okay. Uh, you know, I was in it mainly for that first big story. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of funny at the end with Impossible Man. So, yeah, 8 out of 10. And I did like the art throughout. Uh, how about you, Eric? Yeah, when I first got started, I thought I wasn't going to like the art. But by the end, I really got used to it and appreciated everything that it was doing. Like, for, like even like the way you could see Johnny Storm's clothes through his fire, for some reason it bothered me. But by the end, 
I don't know. I really started really liking it. And the worst part of this issue in my mind is that little sidestep where we have to have that, you know, where uh, Thing tells Shecky about the, the lost tale of the, you know, Fantastic yeah. Four just to get us to the point of, you know, the idea of finding my light home and like who that is being Alicia Masson. It was a little bit too long to get to our outcome of him, you know, finally proposing to Alicia after all this time. But besides for that moment and, you know, a little bit of the doom stuff. I love this issue so much. I found myself laughing throughout. I had emotions throughout. I'm giving this a nine out of ten. Oh my goodness! That is, and that's, you that's, have that's not also had a podcast almost yeah, over. Really? I'm saying that's also from somebody who hasn't read Marvel two and one though. Hold so if you press. have, yeah. Well, then no, I'm again, just saying though, if, you should I think read it if you have like it just as much. Into, I think this might actually work better than if you haven't yeah. read Marvel two and yeah, one. Maybe, maybe it may be the case because they're trying to kind of bridge the gap there. Yeah, uh, yeah, really. See, that's why we did this Marvel podcast. So one, Eric should give out nines. Book. He hasn't given out a nine on the DC podcast in seven years. I don't yeah. think uh, we're going <laughs> to gather the next. Right now, though, we're going to go off quickly to some news with Double A Ron. This is Aaron Anderson with your Marvel Comics news for the second week in August. And basically, it's all about Uncanny X-Men. The creative team was announced for Uncanny X-Men number one, which is uh, dropping in November 14th. It's going to be Ed Brisson, Kelly Thompson, and Matthew Rosenberg with uh, Mahmoud Azar as the artist, R.B. Silva, Yildare Sinar, Pere Perez, and Leniel Francis You will be doing the covers. In this 10-part weekly storyline called Disassembled, it's basically promising the status quo change to the X-Men. And we can already see that with the teaser released image because Psylocke appears to be in her old body. Some people say this might be a, a spoiler to the upcoming Mystery and Madripoor Hunt for Wolverine arc. And some say it could be happening in an Astonishing X-Men. Who's to know? The other speculation comes from Bleeding Cool where they're saying that it's a possibility that all the all the X-Men mutant titles will stop shipping at end of December, allowing for a complete stop and start for rebooting the whole X-Men universe. They cite this because a lot of uh, Amazon's uh, release schedule for books only go up to December. That is just uh, their hypothesis. It's kind of his fun way of... You know, maybe this is what's happening, and they—I think they there is kind of a precedence for it because I think in the when they did the Avengers disassembled, they kind of did the same thing. And my last bit of news for the night is uh, Stanley is no longer public autographing. He is uh, all done, 90 years, 95 years old, calling it quits on making his public appearances, and it's a sad day, but it, it, it's been a long time coming. Excelsior, Stan. And that's it for the news for this week. See you guys next week. All right, we're back, and we're going to go off to the second book and the final book of tonight. Uh, sure, only two books. Spectacular yeah. Spider-Man number three, written by Nick Spencer, art by Ryan Otley, Laura Martin, and Cliff Rathburn. Nick Spencer continues his run on Spider-Man, and while we do get some answers about last issue's cliffhanger, it's a bit forced and rushed while we waste time bowling and hanging out. We finally get to see some good parts but the, by the end, but it already feels like a twist on the same old Spidey clone body taking over story to me. And yeah, I was I was a little disappointed with this. I, I wanted more yeah, of an like explanation. We, we were talking about, oh my, Eric, Eric was so excited he thought 
the chameleon. The chameleon's coming back. Yeah, Brendan and I kept talking about that with yeah. the whole idea of maybe the Sinister Six are coming back. Well, and yeah. they keep showing these Craven snippets like yeah. on the first page of every issue. They tried to even twist it. And we had the Mysterio in the first issue in the backup. Yeah, yep. you, you end up and he's trying to kind of fool you with this where you think that it was Craven and then it's this hunter and then the hunted become the hunter becomes the hunted and yeah the most dangerous game it is the man. most dangerous game fat I man see? <laughs> yes and we go off to bowling and yeah you see that mary jane has some class she likes kingpin over the big lebowski there you and go and i got it right there Ooh, i don't know I don't know. Started, and this was the, one of the first things where you're talking about what's a better movie, the Big Lebowski uh, or the Kingpin? And Mary Jane said, Mary Jane said she Kingpin, didn't say like, it was better. She just said she's a Kingpin. No, guy. she I bet said you she's it's never, because Bill Murray's in it. Yeah, I bet you she never even watched Big Lebowski. I've never finished it. I Listen, know that everybody loves it. We all, we all loves know it, my wedding drink of choice. I have yes, to lean towards true. Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. Kingpin's I, garbage. So this yeah. this book is garbage. Right I, off the I, no. Big Lebowski. Actually, I started watching. I'm like, okay, this is about drugs and things like that. I'm out. I have no reference for that. And no, I, I hate when the main characters are just guys who stay. It's like Spicoli in, in Fast Times at Richmond. I'm like, I would never hang out with this guy. And then all of a sudden, the dude he becomes would never a hang hero. Out with you. The dude, the dude becomes a hero. I'm like, this is a guy. If he lived next door, nobody would go anywhere near him. But yet he's a hero. You, you I, don't, I don't think the, anybody's a hero. Yeah, no, I movie. think people. No, hero people. He's a cult hero. People just go on and on about him. They do. I do love him. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't. I, Poor I hate him, actually. Yeah, I don't like. I don't even know who that is. I, I'm telling you, I've watched three minutes of that movie and and bailed. Kingpin. That's though, I've seen many times. Okay, well, Kingpin, I've seen a hundred times and laughed every time. I'm in it for the laughs, like Mary Jane. Uh, yeah, but with this, you, you get a lot of bowling. You, you get a lot of uh, you know, trying to hook up Nora. And, well, they, you know, they used to date, so yeah, Peter's Randy kind of a Nora. jerk. Yeah, if yes. you invite my ex-girlfriend out to me tag along at a bowling adventure with you and your girlfriend, I'm PO'd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah, and, but with that, I just I don't understand. I guess Randy's a better guy than I am, but geez, that's the whole thing. Like, you invited my ex-girlfriend on yeah. our, like, we're going to hang Thanks out. You invited her to hang out with us out of nowhere. This is not a double date. This is sick, Pete. Yeah, and in the meantime, he gets a text. Uh, actually, Nora gets a text that yeah. the Tri-Sentinel like is downtown. Alert. And yeah. th- with this, Mary Jane's like, oh, I guess you're going to have to leave. The Tri-Sentinel. Yeah, and Peter's like. You, I saw this thing. I'm like, I don't think I've seen the Tri-Sentinel since. I, I think I had, the, like, the issue back in, like, 1991 yeah. with Nova on the front. Like, you yeah. and Brent. Brandon and I were talking about before. I'm like, this was a cool cover when I was a kid. I didn't want to see the Tri Sentinel again, though. Yeah, you know, there he is, and Peter doesn't have to go get him. Peter can, you know, hang loose. He says to Mary Jane, "Nope, let's keep bowling. I don't need to do that." And it's because we see that that Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker deal at the end. And while this is going on, I wish that Nick Spencer played with the idea that we're not even sure who this Peter Parker was because yeah. you had you had Peter turn into Spidey in that lab last issue and then ended up coming face-to-face with with, Spide, with Peter, Spidey and Peter. And we were like, oh, my God, you thought it was a it's, chameleon to have all these things. And it's you could so have had, funny because yeah. I really thought I missed an issue. Like, but did it we just not talk right about there. this? And he doesn't play it to get into it. And I thought he's, that he was going to play up the, the last whole, two yeah. issues. He hasn't picked up the cliffhanger no, right away. And, and I thought that he was going to play with the idea almost like when Doc Ock was in, you know, Peter's yeah. body and kind of getting a little going on with Mary Jane and things like that. I thought he was going to play that up, that Peter himself would seem sinister 
but he doesn't. It's just there. Peter's there, and it almost seems as if he forgot about the cliffhanger, which he didn't. He just doesn't pick up from that. And then we do see, though, Spider-Man does go and fight the Tri-Sentinel, and then we see what happened. And what basically happened was what, Eric? You can tell the people what happened, but it's it's forced to make. Well, we had the machine that created Spider-Man split him in the two. Like we talked to, you know, Dr. Kurt Connors was working on, you know, uh, reverse engineering or just turning the machine on reverse to try to separate the lizard from himself. And it seems that Peter became the first test subject when Taskmaster and Black Ant broke in last issue. And it's such a weird thing because this whole time, you know, the, that threat is over. Peter Parker and Spider-Man, they go off because they have a lot to discuss, obviously. And all I wanted to know was, like, Peter, why are you not asking Spider-Man to take his mask off to make sure that this is actually you? Yes, you're doing your scientific things like rock, paper, scissor and making silly faces at each other. But have him take the gosh darn mask off. Especially when you have a history of clones. Like, it could be any one of a number of your former, uh, you know, clones. Yeah. Well, do you think? Yeah. Even weird to me because you think about it when Peter was there and he ended up in that lab at the point it was Peter saying to himself, I have to change into Spider-Man, which he did. And then after that, he ran into Peter. So I just I get my head spins about how this even works out of which one is the original, because when they came face to face. It was Spidey well, who was the, the original. original. No, I'm saying, though, but you're saying for Peter, the Peter that we see, if it goes in line with last issue, if I'm not mistaken, is the replica that was created. No, but I know they're, they're separated. No they are but both the same thing. I know, but, I know, but what I'm saying is the first part of it, though, was the, you know, Spidey. So I don't, no, think, I don't, I don't think he changed it. He started unbuttoning and he was going to throw yeah, the I gas he was down to change. get himself a distraction to change. But that's when the other Spider-Man. Yeah, but it wasn't like, Spider-Man oh, my God, there's the Spider-Man. Because at the end, when he's like, oh, we're, are you OK? It's just to me, it doesn't play out that great. And with this, the the whole thing that I hate, too, is the idea that Nick Spencer loves to use all these pop culture references and then later makes fun of pop culture references. I don't like Nick Spencer at all. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I, I don't like his it, this book at all. His humor and, is awful, And this yeah. is one of the books that I was looking forward well, to. I said at the beginning of the last issue, I actually hate this issue. I can't well, stand late, it. Later, later on when we do find out that you know the isotope, you know the genome accelerator, it is splitting aspects of a person like giving yeah. like qualities to other parts of them and like you know the other parts don't have that such quality no. it's, it doesn't continue it's on like twins that. and it's that's it's, all it is it's not exactly twins but well uh, it is the way it works out because it looks like peter got nothing he doesn't yeah, have well, his intelligence or his abilities yeah, yeah but that's did. it he got yeah, that's well, it. That's is all the soul guy. even real? Let's yeah. be honest. And, and I would that, say when the Spider-Man goes off and starts doing really questionable things later on, I would say, yeah, the soul's kind of real at this point. Yeah, you have that. But even Dr. Connors is there, and he's like, look, you know, this one got this, this one got that. But yet what we're seeing from Nick Spencer is Peter got nothing. He got nothing except he's a but good guy. Memories, that's guess, all he got. Other, how, I would say somehow he, like, he got the good looks because yeah, this guy's Spider-Man not has the memories off. too. He, he remembers the Tri-Sentinel. So he has his memories. It, it just it, it's too – to me, it's too over the top. And also the fact that you see what happened to Peter from that cliffhanger in almost what is very close to being off panel. We see it, but we didn't see it. it it's just right, like, oh, yeah. yeah, by the way – I bumped into the machine. Yeah. Oh, really? And they spent like two and two or three pages last issue kind of paneling it all out. And then you don't see the two panels. They show you this issue where it no. all really happened. Right. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of lame. 
And you, you go there, we had bowling. Now we're getting an explanation of the mice that went through the experiment. And that's where, hey, look, the healer in the Horatio maze, but when we make the two. two, you know, Horatio 2 knows this. He does the maze, but Horatio 1's better at the wheel and all this. But what we're seeing is Peter got nothing from it, like you said, except for his moral center. Yeah. Because at like one if, point... If the Spider-Man powers were split or something, that would right. be much, much more yeah. interesting of a concept than just like... Like I'm Peter you, being stuck. I actually, I actually like he's thought gonna get at one dumped point, by Mary Jane. What does yeah. he got now that yeah. she would like? Him? He's a dummy. <laughs> I actually thought at one point that he was gonna get startled and like jump onto the roof or something. And uh, it's 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 weird too because it is a, this whole thing. You know, you're we're trying to put it in reverse. I I don't know if it's an exact science of how this whole comic book weird science works, but like you know, why can't Peter Parker be as good as he was before the accident, back before he became mm, Spider-Man? Like I said, he should at least have the intelligence that he started yeah. out with. Well, this and is the like, thing, though. It ended up taking it. Now he's oh, a dummy. I know, but like, and then I just sat there and I started thinking, like, how are we going to resolve this? Do we have to turn the machine back to normal? Hit the Spider-Man with it and have him bite yeah. Peter? Yeah, I, I don't know. But <laughs> and then he just that, turns though, to Ash. And and with that, I I wish that there was also a thing which maybe it's the setup where we're going to see Horatio one and two, where eventually we're going to see Horatio two kill Horatio one. You're going to see you're going to see one die. But when you go and see, well, you go and see them. them. The the weirdest thing though, you go and see. You know, Peter and Spider Man. They're there. You see the whole deal where they're talking. They're going. And you don't get anything from there, though. Why aren't we seeing, you know, Peter being dumb there? Why aren't we seeing Spider-Man set this up? Have Spider-Man be a real jerk. Uh, you know, yeah, like, something. oh, man, you know, hey, I didn't well, get it. He kind of seemed like a jerk because I'm telling you, he was just doing Deadpool-type quips and didn't want anything to do with Peter. He just wanted to go off and be Spider-Man yeah, while he, Peter had to go Peter back to Peter was right doing with his... him, though. Peter yeah. was, it never said, like, why are you acting like that? What? And, and this is the thing. Nick Spencer has written already in just three issues that's kind of the jokes we've gotten before anyway before he hit the you know accelerate so i don't really think that it seemed very off there wasn't anything like you know hey what am i gonna do now you're spider-man he, he well, keeps the their, thing their... is i mean like he seemed like he didn't care about any of it you know it's like oh this is a problem nah, well i'm just gonna make jokes because this is not a problem for me because the morality yeah, i didn't not even go part. off with that I, I never got that because all they're doing is going back and forth to say are you really me yeah what's your favorite uh, thing about a drumstick oh that's silly okay well we'll figure this out and then he says my spidey sense went off he goes off to do something which spider-man normally would anyway and he's like yeah. that's not how it works and he's like it, I he guess it does now yeah but i didn't even get that because they were there was never a like he's looking off and the thing they're, they're talking the whole time and I never really got all of that. He just says, hey, you can do your laundry. And he's like, it really is piling up, you know, all that. I, I never got the idea that that Spider-Man was being any sort of a jerk. And maybe you did. I did not. I never had a thing where Peter's like, hey, aren't you listening to me? And he's like looking over at something else or whatever. They're going on and on together. And then he just says, I got to go. The Spidey sense is going off. And off he went. But I didn't. Yeah, think there is a tri-sentinel in the area all the time. Yeah, there is. Like a day or two later. <laughs> Even so, the thing is, though, you know, he does say that's not how Spidey sense works. And he yeah. says apparently it is now. But we don't know. Maybe that is how it works now. We have no idea what any of this did. And also, Pete never comes off as dumb there. He never comes off as, like, not being well, able to remember things. I don't things. think he's a dumb guy. I just think he doesn't have his intelligence. Like, he's as smart as we are, I think, at this point. Well, that's dumb for him. 
Uh, because oh, then he yeah. goes up and Dr. Connor well, says, yeah, he you know, can't even he can't he even identify sh- tools. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even know tools or anything. So, yeah, he's I didn't know what that was either, though. Well, you would think that he'd have a memory of it. It just doesn't it doesn't play off well with me. This whole thing. I was bored for the most part. And the idea of a uh, another Deadpool in a Spider-Man costume does not have me that excited. And, and having a tri-sentinel is nothing to me because I've never seen it before. And this book <laughs> appears to be written for 10 year olds it's my main thing this doesn't even seem like anything that i'd be interested in it's really starting to upset me but i did like the art but yeah that's it i mean there's not much to the the actual story except this whole reveal it's paced real weird too it goes back and forth you go to the, the bowling and then you do see it's like peter starts to realize all the abilities he doesn't have. He doesn't have wall crawling. He he doesn't have spider sense. He almost gets hit by a car. And he and also it's funny. Without any of these abilities, he is gonna die within a day. He can't even hold groceries. He's struggling. <laughs> Yeah, you better start working out. Gutter ball. But then he even says at that one point, he's like, you know, I've lost my powers before, been replaced by clones, all that stuff. Yeah. But each time I've been dragged back in because I left the void because someone needed me, this, you know, the whole deal. And it just, again, that, that line there just – it seems like I haven't even read that much Spider-Man, and this seems like old hat to me with the whole deal. Now, he may turn it around as something else, but it's it's the whole clone taking over body storyline with a twin's twist, and it just doesn't interest me at all. Uh, so I am going to be probably the lowest of all of us tonight with this. Uh, anything else you have to say about it? No, no, I, I'm saying besides that, I was just, you know, do you want me to go right into the score? You can if you don't have anything else to say. I mean, <laughs> no, no, did you, you like the bowling? No, no, I, I, it's, it's bowling. I actually hate bowling. I thought it was a weird place. But, and that's the worst part about the issue in my mind is just how, like, you know, like we already talked about it, the idea that Pete would do this to Randy. I'm like, why Why would you bring her in here as the next girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. It's just a, a strange move. And for again, he's supposed to, to be now. He's supposed to be the he's guy who has exactly. the morals and stuff. Maybe that's that the dumb means? part. I, Maybe, maybe that know. is the dumb part. He doesn't understand social situations anymore. I, I think that Nick Spencer also is just making the idea that he doesn't want to have the other Spidey take his, his mask off because then we're going to be confused of which is which. I would like rather be confused now. because I at know. that point I was just sitting there like, why do you trust this? Suppose this could be monster mm-hmm. here because he's why just he's not taking his mask off. There's something wrong. I'm telling with you, he seems mask. to <laughs> just because it looks like he realized right away with the the machine. So I, I think that he just takes it at face value. It, but again, yeah. that kind of so weird it too that like spider face body, right there. This clone body literally appears out of thin air. Like it's a big deal to create a clone, as we know from X twenty three and everything else. Yeah, this is like a weird else. deal though. This is where I'm saying this is such a weird like split of a thing. It's just yeah. Weird. Yeah, and it, the way it's explained it is not well enough for me to be like, okay, I get it. Like you said, I, my head kind of is like, well, which is which, and you got the deal and whatever. But I wish it, you would have seen that whole like weird little thing. Like you see the ray hit him or something like that, and you have that one hole in the center, and that disappears as two separate things go off from left to right well, of it. And, like, and ooh, yeah. one and out of was, like two out of one. I missed the last issue when when we were. Yeah. I, yeah. That was the one yeah, I missed. Now I'm telling you, this whole thing still hinges on those people in the class, those other kids not turning around and looking to see if Peter was okay when he got thrown. They were jerks, but I guess he had to do that or else they would have seen him split in two. Got to split, buddy. And then he'd be two people. So there you go. But yeah, it's twins. And it looks like Peter's Danny DeVito with with a conscience (laughs) is what he is. Uh, But yeah, what would you give it? 
I would give this issue a six out of ten. It is a down issue. I don't think I hate it as much as you two, though, because I was still having fun throughout, even though Peter happened to be a jerk to his best friend in this whole double date situation. Yeah. But I'm interested in to find out what's going on. And, you know, having the original genome accelerator kind of thing from what we had in the original Spider-Man story, like origin story, it's kind of a cool thing. I want to see what they do with it. But right now, I'm not digging what they give us because it doesn't exactly make sense yeah, for how they already right. described it. But I'm having enough fun with it right now. It's definitely a down issue from what we've been getting, though. Yeah, I think we're all going to go down uh, that little increment of 0.5 because I know what Brandon's going to give it. Brandon, what did you give it? Yeah, I gave it, even on the side, a 5.5. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel it's entirely Disney XD version of Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and this that's is my what problem. That's what Nick Spencer feels What's like wrong he's with going Disney for. XD? Yeah, yeah, hey. I don't mind it, but but That's I'm not, not paying four ninety nine or three ninety nine an issue for it. Listen to him up in Buffalo. Time. It's all about the price tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in Buffalo? Well, listen, I, I have I have boxes full of Spider Man comics in the basement, and I don't know if I want to taint my collection with with some of this nonsense oh. any longer. Oh, wait. So. I was going to say, it's, is that four ninety nine in wings or actually in, in money? Yeah, and like, you, like that's a single order of wings I can buy yeah, right really. there. You know, it's, that'll right. feed my belly. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going, uh, I enjoyed the this art. This won't your I, belly I, or your mind. Yes. No, yeah. I get nothing else out of this. The humor's not for me. The the storylines and what he's trying to do just isn't for me. I hope it gets better because I do love Spider-Man, but right now I only got the art to look forward yeah, and to. And here I am, the non-Spider-Man guy, but still like the character, but never had a lot to do with him. And what's happening in my mind me and Brandon, unfortunately, because I'm going five, and that's just a normal five. That We don't curse on this podcast, no. so it's just a five. That's uh, just but a five with, over here. With that, uh, I think that what we're getting is we had the free comic book day issue that me and Brandon hated. Hated, we did yeah, not like. so good. The first issue, I liked. I, I liked I the too. first issue. The second issue, a little less. They're getting more and more towards what I didn't like about that free comic book day issue. And yeah. this one was like that. It just, it has no substance to me. Uh, the, we see what happened, but it's never explained and it's just kind of a throwaway. Oh, by the way, I bumped into that. And then you have that. <laughs> plus, at the beginning, you, you have this long drawn out that if it is Craven by the end, maybe there's a twist. Maybe it's the rhino or something. Yeah. I don't know. But and he you know, bumped into this thing when he had his powers and was like totally Spider Man. No spider sense went yeah, off yeah. no nothing it just went like, in so it's almost like a well i have to explain this and it's like the mystery i, I said this when me and eric talked it is the mystery the mystery part of it was just that you didn't get all the information it wasn't clever yeah. it wasn't neat it was just something that he didn't let us know before that he lets us know here so we end up and yeah you have a craven thing that we think in the beginning then you get a lot of bowling you get what i would call the wow moment of the tri-sentinel, which wasn't even that much of a wow moment. Now no. it looks well, like we have to throw away and, and now we have 90s. a, uh, you know, yeah. we, we have a Deadpool like Spider-Man who's going go around back and riding. See some tri I think tri-sentinel with some Darkhawk Nova yeah. and Spider-Man team and, up. And then we also <laughs> have to center on the, you know, the point of view character is Peter Parker without powers, almost getting hit by a car and can't carry groceries. So in the end, it did groceries seem like... Groceries are tough sometimes, uh, not, uh, I know. That's why the, the rule... Who gets he paper should, bags? He should go by the yeah. rule. I do, and Aldi. But he should go by the rule because the paper bags are cheaper at Aldi, uh, <laughs> by like a cent. <laughs> he should end up that he does the rule that I do. I go to Aldi, I do my shopping. If the people who don't help me shop, they got to bring in the groceries. Uh, Peter doesn't have anybody, but where's Mary Yo, Jane? MJ, get down uh, there. MJ would probably... Probably have like five walk. of those bags and like you are a wimp but yeah. at least we're Shouldn't not seeing a peter parker that's 
I, I'm glad that it's not the opposite way, but we may get this then. We may get the Spider-Man decides he wants a little MJ or whatever. I'm glad that all of a sudden we weren't pushed to, oh, hey, Pete, why are you so dumb? I don't love you anymore and leaving. At least we're not getting that because that would have been heartbreaking oh, to me. a lot of people. <laughs> it would have been because this, you're getting what you wanted. Uh, you can't and now, come back from that. But this is also kind of that play of Peter always wanted to have more time, and now he has – but again – it's a monkey paw. It was sort of time thing, now. Yeah, I'm going five out of ten. So we, we only have two books. It's, it's very easy. Yeah, to pick sure our is. book unanimous of the week. decision. This yes, week. unanimous decision because mine is Fantastic Four. What are you well, guys? I love Fantastic Four. Yeah, yep. yeah it's, we're all with Four. the Fantastic Four. So that is it for this week. I'm going to tell you that next week we have a couple books. We have Doctor Strange number four. I actually am going to a different list because I want to make sure we grab all of these. Feels up. like forever since Doctor Strange. Yeah, there. we have Doctor Strange number four, which Eric told me that he's a little more on board than, than oh, yeah. I thought he was. So you got Doctor Compared Strange. Compared to Thor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have Doctor Strange number four. <laughs> we have Multiple Man number three, which me and Brandon are doing. We have Thor number four. Uh, we also have Tony Stark, Iron Man number three, and right. Weapon X number 22. All right. Yeah, yeah. The, that's a pretty good podcast. It's a mixed so. and, uh, <laughs> The one thing, though, I'm upset at, it doesn't have on my list here, Sentinel, which I was hoping was coming out and usually does with Mobile Man. The Tri-Sentinel? No, not the no, Tri-Sentinel. No. Tri-Sentinel number one. Yeah. Would you read century? that miniseries with no, us? No, I would. There'd be no reason for me to read it. Would you read it there, Eric? Would yeah. you read it? No. Absolutely also, not. I'll have to talk to uh, Brandon. We also have a couple others. We have Extermination Number 1, things like yeah. that. So as these might, things might come out. Might have to breeze over that one. Yeah, yeah. Extermination as, as, doesn't feel like fresh start to me. Well, as this comes out, these the are all X-Men leading are to other to, like, things. like relaunch again, yeah, so we got to figure something out with yep. them, I think. And, and if it's me and Brandon kind of going over those things, but yeah, the X-Men are coming uh, soon, so it's kind of everything leading that. The Death of the Inhumans really isn't a fresh start. Uh, Brandon just like <laughs> You're talking about that's a perfect start. Yeah, well, no, it's yeah. a perfect yeah. end <laughs> that, that was way too long in the making, is what most people are yep. saying. But yeah, so there you go. We'll, we'll be doing all of those, and maybe even some more, but that's... We'll have a little more to talk about next yeah. week. So that is it. Let me pull up the soundboard with my one monitor. I'm going to kill Ethan. Uh, what do we say at the end, Eric? That's all we've got for this episode of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Until next time, make my fresh star. Oh, there he is.